This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. We can do it. We can say it. We can say it. The Phillies are back. They're back. They're back. They're back. They did it. Seven of eight. They take two or three against the Braves. Handle business. Today, one of those rare wins where the bullpen, like each of the guy comes in and gives up a run. You're like, uh-oh. And then the, 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 <laughs> we just keep scoring runs. Like, what a, what a nice win. What a good look at baseball team for the first time all season. I know they're still under 500. There's still ways to go. But, like, nice to enjoy a little baseball for a difference, buddy. How you doing, pal? Doing great. Doing great. They even, they even messed up. Uh, a, a a perfectly executed bunt by by Garrett Stubbs and nice safety squeeze. At least they got at least got the run out of it. Couldn't even just you know execute that perfectly right. Um, and and I will be honest. While I am very excited to say the B word, the Phillies are back. Let me just get that out of the way. They are B A C K. How's that for spelling? Um, I'm impressed. Thank you, thank you. But get me yeah, on uh, in your history. Yeah. Get, get me on. What is uh? What is the spelling? Be whatever. What I forget Scripps, what it's called. At this point. Scripps, right? Right. Yes. There is a part of me, and a big part of me. Frankly, a beyond large portion of me that is very worried about using the B word before a four game series oh, in Arizona. In, in like AK hell for the Phillies. Like we always suck out there, and it's usually when the Diamondbacks suck. Like the Diamondbacks are awesome. Diamondbacks are down like five two in the ninth today, or five two in the eighth, five three in the ninth. They won seven five. Like, the dude, yes, it's a really good point. Very worried about really it, but yeah. I'm not letting that. I'm not letting that deter me. Four two of four two of four. Split. That's fine. That's fine. I will be so happy. It'll be the most. I know we were like that brave split. We we're like, oh, that was fine. But we weren't like really happy. Like, I will be happy if they split with the Diamondbacks, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're the, the Diamondbacks are, are good. Like, yeah. like they we avoid Gallon, which is big. Yeah. So dude. not having to face Gallon is, is a massive win. But regardless, they went out this weekend against the Dodgers team. That was a big like measuring stick for this team. Um, and they went out and took care of business. Like Friday night was a like Friday night. I think I think you could easily make the case of like okay, they allowed the home run or, or Strom had the disaster inning or whatever, and that's the reason why not to believe in them. My main takeaway from Friday night was like I thought they looked deservingly to be on the same field as the Dodgers. Like I thought I thought they looked like a good team against the Dodgers. I'm not letting the bad inning from Strom. Throw me off what I think was a, a good win, a solid win, and something that um, they look like a good baseball team during. Saturday was a disaster. I mean, it's just yeah, like... Just it, from the jump. Just one of those games. One of those games. One of those games. And then today, like, they just went out. They didn't let yesterday carry over into today. Every single portion of the team is pretty good. The, the funny part is, is that the bullpen's been the thing that's been unbelievable recently. And today was the day that all the studs I know. Just didn't have good days. Nope. Like they just did not have good days today. Nope. So um, other than Kimbrel. Other than Kimbrel. Yeah. So it's just it's great. And and you know, it's been hard to especially when Schwarber hit the walk off on Friday. Oh, it's buddy. been hard not to like use the B word, be all in and and keep fighting it. When I lost Saturday, I was like, Yeah, it stinks, but if they go out and win today, it doesn't really matter. They went out and won today, played really good baseball besides the 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 safety squeeze gone wrong. Um Tom Walker is brilliant. Like and yeah, twelve interesting. Uh, shout out for Tom Walker. It's been interesting because obviously this the main narrative around Tyron Walker is like, oh, I can't believe we signed him. Guy's been really good for for five starts now. Um and especially his last two. Just like throwing with conviction, throwing up back into the mid 90s, which is what they need him to be at. 
And when you get that velocity back up, coupled with like, I don't know, the splitter looks like it's dancing more. I have no idea what they did with it, you know, but it just looks sharper diving down into the zone. They are, they are, the, the, the Taiwan Walker that we thought we were signing, I feel like is kind of coming around right now. Yeah, and that's huge. And then obviously Ranger on Friday night. To, yeah, buddy. Presented by Miller Lite. Shout out to Miller Lite. We'll get to the Miller Lite account of the week uh, later in the pod. But Ranger, awesome to third straight start where Ranger oh. was really good. Like against, again, a really good Dodgers lineup. And, you know, you couple that with... Look, and also they had two back-to-back walk-off wins in those games, too. I mean, we did the pot on Thursday during the day before the Wheeler game, but the Wheeler, for them to to have Wheeler give them seven and two-thirds no hit, and then to lose that, and then lose the lead, again, coincidentally on a on a bunt, scoring a run, uh, like or at least to tie it, you know, tie it, and then they give up the run in the ninth. For them to battle back and get the Clemens walk-off, like, you know, and then the next night, to, to have the lead and to get a great outing from Ranger and blow it. And then to get that Schwarber walk off and, you know, for the bullpen to come through after that, you know, it was, uh, you know, those were, those were really, really nice, ba- like wins. Like those are things that get you hopeful about the team. And then you lose nine, nothing. And it's like, all right, tomorrow's going to tell me a lot. Like it's going to tell me a lot about this baseball team. Like those days happen, especially it seems there are no on the Hill, whether it's, you know, him just, you know, pitching mediocre to bad or and then simultaneously the offense just clamming up when he's on the hill but you know today to for them to come out and like we said you know win a baseball game where even the bullpen wasn't great and you know they kept just scoring runs and kept providing a cushion and getting enough where it was like a, a comfortable win today against the dodgers it's huge, man. It's huge. And again, to your point, look, they're going to do four in Arizona right now. They are like close to 10 games under on the road. So, you know, it's hard to really say, Oh, they're super back when, you know, they, they can't win a road game and, and these games come at home. So like that is a test and a, and a hurdle that we still need to see them, them clear, especially with the history. The last few years as a road team, we've had those conversations, you know, prior to like halfway through last year, I feel like every year we're like, this team needs to learn how to win on the road. So, you know, and I, I think it's more fluky than not, but they, they got to win on the road and they got a tough road series coming up here. So it's a good barometer to start. But but, you know, look, it, I, I think and especially with the the three wild cards, you know, I think they've they've righted the ship. And I think that, you know, there might be a couple more ups and downs. There might be another they're not back moment with us. You know, it's you know, <laughs> certainly possible. Nope, I don't think so. I, I, I don't I honestly don't think so either. But, you know, it's certainly possible. But I, I do think that, you know, they've, they've righted the ship and they've showed us that, you know, they're going to be in this thing and, and, and they certainly have the potential to, to go on a run, you know? Well, yeah. And the scariest part for me is that beginning of the season. So they started one of five and I was furious. Um, and then they'd ride the ship from then. And it was like, okay, I, I can let my guard down a little bit. Like, I don't, I don't need to be all wound up if they lose games if they win games like that's what they do they are a a professional baseball club but then they went to this they weren't they weren't professional they're like getting thrown out all the time and they're playing crappy baseball and thompson's making bad decisions and it's like oh wait what by the way pulling walker today and that working out was Probably the upset of the century. It was 83 pitches. I was like, what are we doing here, buddy? You're flying to Arizona tomorrow. By the way, like we really should say they have to win two of three in Arizona because tomorrow is as much of a Doc Rivers sponsored schedule. Well, loss. it's four in Arizona. That's oh, you're right. I, that's what I'm saying, though. They need to if we want them to split, they need to win two or three is what I'm saying, because tomorrow oh, yeah, is right. as schedule loss as there is a schedule loss. I mean, let's be honest, you know, unless like, you know, well, they, unless they shove, you know, sounds like, like you, you're doubting Dylan Covey in this yeah, spot, right? So bulk, bulk innings, Dylan Covey. I mean, I, or, I, think they, I, I would call this game a schedule lost if Wheeler was on the hill, like the Monday, the Sunday game flight to Arizona for a Monday night game just feels like a total loss. Well, maybe. Well, will this help make you feel better? Is that maybe Bailey Falter starting the game? Oh, yeah, you're right. The stop everything's right. fine. Everything's fine. Hey, there was a moment where we said we called yeah. the man the stopper. Um, so, yeah, like, obviously. Um, but, but what worries me and what worries me is that I genuinely feel the way that you do where it's like, OK, they're going to be in it. Like, you don't have to overreact. You don't have to, 
freaked out, freak out about like bad losses. It's a baseball season. It's a long season that they're going to happen. And, and the Phillies are going to be in this thing. And, and kind of my mindset right now is like, get me to August, like get me to August at 500 or above 500. And, and I'll feel pretty good about where we're at because I think August is that month where they kind of take off. Um, but just, and, and this is how I felt Friday where it's like, just when I want to start fully believing and getting downright cocky about the baseball team again, they yeah, usually find a happening. way. Yeah. yeah. They usually find a way to make me not feel cocky at all. And, and frankly have me cowering in the corner, uh, <laughs> wondering if everything's going to be okay. So, but 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 what they've shown and how they've played and now that like you see what Schwarber's doing at the top of the lineup, it, listen, he's not a perfect leadoff hitter. But the, the the funniest part about this year's Schwarber versus last year's Schwarber is that he's actually you know seeing the ball or uh, you know taking walks and seeing the ball more. It seems like big time, big time. Even though he's batting one seventy two or whatever. Yeah. Well, the funny part is like honestly, Schwarber might not be the quintessential leadoff hitter, but it's working there. Trey Turner isn't the quintessential cleanup hitter, but he's a freaking stud there. So, well, you know. And that's what I was I, I was just about to bring that up because I wonder what Thompson does. He he batted Turner two today. Yeah. He batted and Turner. He had a two. good day. Good day with three. Dude, hits, I mean, like runs. yeah. I he said this last I mean I, that we get we get joke about the Phillies being back, but like might maybe they st- were not back, whatever. Trey Turner is back. Like he feels back. Totally. I mean, hitting the ball hard. It, it, it's he hit the ball at the ballpark against the Tigers. Could have had one the next night. He's hitting the ball like off the wall all weekend. I mean, he had, I think, he has eight hits on the homestand. He's I, even I playing that, better defense. He's stealing oh, bases again. Like transferred. it's like he's like looks like a different human. Like it's crazy. It's it's like oh my god, that's that's straight. It's like oh, that's the guy. I love that. That guy's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and what's interesting is that um, tomorrow they're facing Tommy Tommy Henry, who of course is a, a Cy Young winner. Owned him. Owned him last time. <laughs> He's a Cy Young winner. I think it's smart to bat Turner two and and keep Harper four, just so we avoid the lefty nonsense. Like mm-hmm. there was nothing more eye opening, and, and frankly, I, this it felt like the most advanced scouting kind of thing I'd seen from a team. And we know the Dodgers, the Dodgers they're smart today team. with the opening with the lefty. I know. Well, but they did it Friday too. Yeah, they did it Friday at work. Cause Harper was in the three hole more today. That's kind of, that might've been why Thompson moved him back knowing they were going to do that. But yeah. <laughs> yes. That's why Thompson. Though. it's smart baseball though. This smart baseball, man. That is I why saw... Thompson moved him before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Either way, it's awful for baseball and I hope it stops. And I just, I hate it. I like I have, I feel like I I mean we've watched what four bullpen games in the last five like it's just well, we actually saw the Tigers do the exact same thing I, yes. I just didn't do, yeah like they and they started the game with your we did the pod actually and it was like you're the like resulting game and I'm like I'm like who the hell's results and then it wasn't results and I'm like wait what did Jack get this wrong and then it was like actually results and he and he actually fits well but you know anyway. Yeah, so like it felt so advanced scouting by the Dodgers of like, okay, we're just gonna throw a bunch of lefties at him and and see if we can steal a game. And I mean, again, I don't think I've seen a bullpen have five lefties in it until this series. Yeah, I mean, holy cow. Well, well uh, yeah, well, it's funny too because the uh, the Friday game, the Phillies won only using lefties, which is ridiculous. Like four lefties on Friday, the Phillies only used Ranger, Strom, Soto, and Alvarado on Friday, which is like. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah, that- we, we are the left handed pitching fa- factory, yeah, but then the Dodgers do it. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm with you. It was uh, it was fascinating baseball, but I agree. It's, it's annoying. It is, it is annoying. Yeah. But if the Phillies don't turn it around against left-handed pitching, I mean, this is what teams are going to do against them. I mean, it's just what it is. Like, uh, I thought it was big that Marsh had two hits against the lefty today. Like hopefully that keeps him in the lineup. Um, it's a shame that there's Stott, no Steve again. Stott again continues to to look, you know, competent and solid against lefties. It's a shame there's no Steve Pierce that Dave Dombrowski can trade for, you know, that can just like hit lefty pitching well, and everything I mean, will be Turner, fine. Theoretically, you know, that should be huge if he's hitting again. Like, oh, all of a sudden, Turner can come in and crush left hand pitching for you, you know? Well, he's only been what he's only been what like a career three twenty hitter against lefties. His own left-handed pitching, his whole career, like he's just been horrible against everybody. But like, if he's Trey Turner again, like that's that could be big, you know. And it was was it Wednesday homered off of in Detroit? I think it was. Anyway, yeah. So, um, so obviously Tommy Henry on the on the on the bump. I would I would keep Harper at the four and just make sure that 
They don't try to do this whole lefty nonsense kind of thing. Um, I'm sure we're going to see a ton of Andrew Chafin this week against mm-hmm. us. You guys are uh, annoying. Oh my gosh. Great beard though. Like a great yeah. mustache. And he's good. And he's good. And he's good. But either way, um, I thought that was interesting the way the Dodgers uh, approached it today. And, and I just hope that now they scored seven runs. So like that was good, but hopefully that's not something that that teams look for as like s- something that could be the kryptonite to the Phillies offense is just throw a bunch of lefties at them. Um, like the right-handed hitter on, hitters on the Phillies have to do damage. And like right now, it's it's Turner, it's Cassianos. Like again, that dude, that home run today was shocking. Yeah, it was shocking. Uh, Other than than when you take into account, you know, the ninety-five collapse, it's like, oh yeah, Cassian. That joke, it's like any anytime anything happens, people are like, Cassianos homer. It's a little corny. Whatever, I'll let it slide. I I I get it. I get it. Um. But like Bohm right now, I mean, uh, Bohm's the past today were just atrocious. But I mean, he's his first game back, so I get it. Yep. So hopefully he can punish lefties. But like as we go forward here, you know, seeing how they do against left-handed pitching, I think it's going to be a a big thing to watch for. Yeah, that and the road thing, I think, are really the two things. If you're looking at, obviously, we you know the starting pitching needs to keep pitching well and all that. But let's get into that. A couple specific things with what we saw. Um, since we haven't talked in it, we'll, since it, we'll get to, to um, Dodgers. We already talked about Taiwan, but um, quickly on Wheeler, just because we haven't talked since it, and you know, dude did have his, you know, at least from a no hits perspective, his best outing of his career. He was he was awesome. You know, it, we talked about the Nola one where it was like he looked really good, but it wasn't. It never felt like wow, like this dude's gonna throw a no hitter here. Like I was like, oh wow, Zach. I didn't know if the the pitches we we saw. You know, he was getting up there, but I was like. Zach Wheeler could throw a no hitter right now. Like he's he's locked in. What do you think of uh, Wheeler's adding on Thursday? Yeah, I mean, um, it was good to see more swing and miss from Zach Wheeler. You know, because uh, that's kind of what plagued him with the National start. It was like, like he could not, like he couldn't miss bats. Like it was it was frustrating because there's a ton of bleeders in there, but also, um, but also he wasn't getting any swing and misses. So like. Of course, uh, you lend yourself to to more bleeders when um, you're not generating any swing and miss. So uh, that was good. Fastball location was was good, and and the good part about the Zach Wheeler start was that it, it just you ever have like a feeling watching Zach Wheeler the last couple of years was just like oh he's just gonna go out and shove. Yeah, like the no hitter thing was uh, was obviously a reach. Um, although it was funny that the starters had at least five innings of no hit ball against the Tigers in every start. Oh, I know. I know. So, it's like, it says something. And and you look at, uh, you know, obviously there's more to, to, you know, hitting than average as we know, but when they would show the starting lineup and the averages next to it, it was like, it was like a bunch of dudes hitting like 200, 220, well, dude, like, 171. Like it was nuts. Maytown was their four hitter. I mean, I like, know, so it's good. I'm glad he went out and, and took care yeah. of business because he, he, he didn't take care of business against the Nationals. Against the Nationals, it was bad. I mean, yeah, it wasn't. Yep. But I didn't. Again, against the Nationals, I didn't think it was like, oh my God, cause for concern. It just felt like an off night. And I was glad to see him get back to being the Zach Wheeler that we had, you know, been seeing um, before that. So yeah, you know, I I feel good about him. I I felt good about Nola. It's just, it's still. And I feel better about Wheeler than I do Nola, but like it's still just so kind of hit or miss at this mm-hmm. point, which is not what you really like to see out of your uh, out of your one and two starters. Well, especially and I and I feel super confident that Wheeler is going to get back to a spot where at least you know it's going to be more often dominance than not, or at least you know close to dominance, whatever you want to say. Um, the Nola thing that's concerning is even when it looks like he's doing great, like he keeps having that, that one inning, you know, he'll look great for, you know, four innings. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, he's dealing. And then it's like, up, oh, it's four, nothing all of a sudden. Like what happened now? I do say, I saw someone on Twitter. I can't remember it was, but it was like, why does the, why does it seem like the, the Phillies just seem to play with a, a lot of lack of like, uh, you know, it, it, they seem like really lackadaisical when, when Nola's pitching, like they, if anecdotally, it feels like they never score runs for him. They're never like locked in. I don't know what the hell that is, but it did feel right to me. 
Um, well, I mean, it's it's exactly what the Hamels thing was. I mean, yeah. when, when Hamels yeah, was here, right. they would never score for him, yeah, too. You're right. You're so right. It's because he's that way. He's like so chill and so like laid back. Maybe he doesn't like fire him up or something. I don't know. I'm like re- grasping at straws. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. My my big my big annoyance with Nola is that like it, it feels like whenever he just allows a hit, it's hard for him to just get out of it. And I think the biggest struggle for him with the modern baseball, whatever, is is the new pitch clock, obviously, even though it's freaking June. And when runners get on base, he can't slow it down. And that was the thing about Nola the last year, last couple of years, is that when runners got on base, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like he was able to just slow it down and, and it, the game would start crawling, which was very annoying. Um, but that's what he liked to do. And that's what he felt comfortable doing. And that's what he can't do right now. Now, the reason why Bill Miller created the scene yesterday is because what Aaron Nola is doing is to slow the game down. He's throwing baseballs away. So it happens like it happens all the time. And Bill and Bill Miller was the first one to be like, all right, enough of that. Like get on the mound and pitch. Um, and why Rob Thompson was mad is that there's no real, rule to, to, to say you can't do yeah, it totally so like i understand and if you've been be- allowed to do it all season long by every other umpire like it all of a sudden like i get that umps have different ways of umping but that's a very specific procedural thing where if you've been allowed to do it all season all of a sudden you can't just stop allowing him to do it you know well it's for yeah it's umpire discretion so like that's obviously it is. i'm just saying if you're you no. know, consistency right so it's consistency, but when we talk about again, this felt like another Dodgers advanced scouting kind of thing, where it's like this is what he does, and and there's no doubt in my mind that they said to the umpires before the game, watch when he does this, and if he does it too much, call it, and and that's what I think happened yesterday. Yeah. And Rob Thompson, I think, was right, you know, being able to go out there and, and melt down. By the way, some strong shout uh, out to Rob, oh, man. That was I, great to see. Everyone's like, does he have it in him? He did. He brought it, man. The Canadian got mean. I need him to get thrown out more often. Me too. I, I think Me too. It was phenomenal. It, it was, was it was a great time. It was yeah. a great time. Yeah, a lot right of strong there, man. Right up in there. You could see a lot of the the we don't curse on this pod, but if we did, we could repeat some of the things that Rob Thompson said. Bull S's. A lot of yeah. bull S's. A lot of bull S's. He was he was fired up. It was great. a lot of Play things. Yeah. Do you think there's a part of him that was like when he got the standing ovation leading, leaving the field, he was like, all right. But then also that's also <laughs> also that like, that's what, like, what a, what a city. I mean, like what a city. Like oh, it's, it's, there's so many things that I love about Philadelphia, but like there, I don't think there's anything that I adore more than like the cheers after someone shows some oh, fight. I know, I know. Or, the, or like a obnoxious cheer in a situation where, yeah, all that stuff. Well, and, and you know, an appropriate boo is one of my yeah. favorites. Like I was at, totally. I was at the Zach Bryan concert two Wednesdays ago or whatever the Mets game that they lost. Of course, Nolan on the mound, mm-hmm. and he was like forty five minutes late to to getting on stage. And the funniest part about Zach Bryan is that he's an Oklahoma kid who lives in Philadelphia, tweets about Philly sports all the time, like loves it here, says how much like, he relates to it. And I thought him getting booed for being 45 minutes late was the ultimate like <laughs> welcome to Philadelphia, like welcome to <laughs> welcome to real Philadelphia. Um, so, you know. I am always it's it's I think it's my favorite thing about Philly sports fans I is is the is the cheers. Well, I mean, listen, the boom last year when, uh, you know, I bleeping hate this place, whatever totally. it happened. To- he owned up to it. And then the next night. Totally, dude. Totally. Like that's again. I just I wish people understood it more, but people don't. And that's fine. But it's just that's what makes it the greatest. I totally agree with you. I think it's a fantastic point. All right. Um. I want to fire off a couple more things and we get to the take bag, but real quick, Ranger, we could just say back Ranger back. Ben, I mean, like, like back. he looked awesome again. And, and, it, and it's nice to see he's so casual still. Like he just, it's like Ranger. It's like, you want to talk about like Nola and the pitch clock and all this like consternation. I can't like handle it. Like Ranger. It's like, he probably doesn't even know there's a clock. He's probably just like, yeah, so I do, I think. 
So I've never been a teacher. I don't know if that's evident on this podcast or not. Uh, I think that's good to know. I, they, you know, I don't think anyone knew that about you. So thank you for <laughs> clarifying that. So, and I, I don't I, let me know if this doesn't make sense to you or not. Okay, mm-hmm. but the I'm way guess it doesn't. But go ahead. The way that I comp Ranger Suarez is like Ranger Suarez for teachers is the good kid that doesn't screw up anything in the class. You know? Yeah. Okay. Like, I get that. That's pretty good. Like the kid who sits there is like raises their hand when the teacher needs an answer. Yeah. You know, doesn't reliable. Like, yeah. Cleans up their stuff. That shows up on time. What a good call by you. Love it. Yep. You, Just, don't, have to, you still have to worry about Ranger Suarez. It's like, yeah, exactly. Ranger's good. Like, like said kid can come off the IL. He could maybe struggle for, for a couple, couple Which classes. Honestly, his spring training. I think if he had had spring training and then like got hurt after his first start, I think he would have come back and just been fine right away. It's just, they didn't have spring training, you know? Yeah. And, and I just like the, 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 the most interesting part about Ranger is like people talk about stuff all the time. And they talk about like, you know, his stuff's not overwhelming. Dude, Ranger was hitting 96 the other night. Like in the in the fifth, like when he went that one, two, three, fifth, where he struck out the side, he was hitting 96 and like spotting both sides of the plate. Um, he, and I, I don't want to say he's him because I think that this guy, when he's pitching at his peak here and with with Cleveland, was a Hall of Fame caliber pitcher. Cliff but Lake. he just could. He continues to remind me of Cliff. Yeah. Like he just re- he, re- he reminds me a ton of Cliff, both yeah. from his mannerisms, like on the mound, just so nonchalant, gets it, goes the first. Du- he gets the ball, goes. He's aggressive. He throws strikes. He, you know, um, I, I think the cur- I, so I think the curveball is the important pitch for him because I think if they just sit fastball change up, he's a little bit more predictable. But just when they can sit fastball change up, bang, he he flips in a little curveball, and I think that that is a game-changer for him. Also, just had had both sides of the plate just working. Fastball in, was sitting 94 against, like, righties, which I think is really, really important. And then if he can, like, sit fastball in and get it in there and get it in on these guys' hands and they start sitting on that, bang, he can throw that change of away. Like, I... I, 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 I couldn't love Ranger Suarez more. Like, I, you know, I just... I just... He is such a treat. He is such a treat. And... I just I continue to believe it, and I'll continue to say it. He is going to throw a no hitter in a Phillies uniform at some point, it. and it's going to be it. it's going to be over in like an hour and forty five minutes. It's going to be so fast. Um, but I just I, I just I, I love him, and I have full confidence in him. And I just I, it's it's been great, and I'm I'm glad that the first couple starts were a bit of an aberration. Yeah, it clearly. I mean, he's been awesome again against the Dodgers, like a really, really nice thing to see. And yeah, you know, I, I love the Lee comp. I've, you know, I think Lee had, had better stuff, but um, Rangers, you know, the mannerism wise and the way he goes about his business and the nonchalance and the coolness and all that, like, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think probably the biggest difference, Rangers seems like a wonderful guy. Um, so probably a bit of a sweeter guy than Cliff. But uh, you know, I think you will right. come back for the uh, tw- for the yeah. twenty year reunion yeah. of the uh, twenty twenty two Phils or the ten year reunion. Uh, come back for the you know championship reunion that we win in the next few years, hopefully, uh, or multiple uh, as John Middleton uh, requested. All right, um, one more guy I want to single out, and then we can get to the take bag, and you can add in anything else from the weekend you want to add in there. Um, but I mean, if you would have told me that on June eleventh, that uh, Sunday, June eleventh, we'd be doing a podcast, and I would be about to say the phrase can you believe or can you imagine where the phillies would be without cody clemens i would say you're absolutely crazy and i hadn't thought about it all but some point on twitter and i apologize i can't remember who it was but some point you're really good at saying you're really good at saying someone tweeted something but who was it i don't know know. i'll try and look it up but it was a great point because i hadn't (laughs) thought about it because we just when even when the trade happened we're like oh soto for veerling mayton and donnie sands like what a trade this is great like Cody Clemens was part of that trade, you know, like that was, that was a, a freaking heist, man. Like that Cody Clemens has been, and you know, look, I know it's, it's still only June and, and it is in the grand scheme of things, a pretty small sample size from a baseball perspective, but man, I've been so impressed with this kid. And like, he has been, he has been so important for this team. When we talk about losing Reese and then losing Hall, I mean, He's been one of the most consistent hitters on the team and, and, and defensively. I mean, that catch he made the other night was like 
Well, best catch of first baseman of Phillies uniforms made since like Rico Bronia. Uh, like that was awesome, man. So, you know, your, your thoughts on like the, the kind of Cody Clemens phenomenon and how much you think there's a chance that, that it can continue. Well, and, and uh, the play he made today on Monty was also a great play. You know, he's been making a ton of really solid defensive plays. And I thought, you know, Baseball, I feel like baseball more than any other sport, it just kind of makes you chuckle when it comes to like, that's a baseball thing. Mm-hmm. And like Cody Clemens, so technically, he did not have two errors on uh, Thursday against the Tigers, even though, I mean, Josh Harrison picked that ball and threw it over there. And like, Cody Clemens should make that pick. Could have gotten it, could have gotten it. I, would, I still think the error should have gone on to Harrison, but he could have gotten it. But I mean, listen, Josh Harrison's going down, picking that thing, throwing yeah. it off his back leg. That's a yeah. tough play. It's a tough play. It's a tough yeah. play. Yeah. Now, freshman year, Fritz would have made the play. But besides the point, sure. um, besides the point, <laughs> um, you know, and then for him to have the walk off after making what I believe was two errors. Yeah. Although with I mean, his dad in the building on the broadcast, like, you know, me, I'm a sucker for the, Oh, for start tearing up. Yeah. The, now there was beautiful sports stories, man. The love right of family. Listen, try to keep it together. Uh, I if know. you could. Yeah. Like you're not the like biggest sucker for your kid in the world now. So, you know, you get it. <laughs> um, like tear up. Just looking at Walker, like just looking at him and the tears just start rolling down your face. Well, his first game, which uh, needs uh-huh. to be baseball, like yeah. you know, as we start molding him into a star. Um, Obviously, baby Gronk is an, uh, an inspiration. Oh my god, I dude, what a like what a, that dad, that dad should be should be like it, it, to call child services, like whatever we need to do to get that kid away from that man. In my opinion, like what? Is oh my god. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, a yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrible parent. That's all. Well, listen, listen, talk about inspirations. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so like, and, and there definitely was a huge part of me that was like, hold on. Like, I don't need Roger Clemens throwing BP to my team because I know, like, I know how most pitchers work. You can't throw a normal BP. It's like, I know. Yeah, totally. You know, he's throwing some splitters. Like if someone, if someone like hit a tank or whatever, you know, he's like maybe buzzing him up and in, <laughs> you know, like, like recreating the Piazza kind of scene. Um, but yeah, like Cody Clemens, first off, shocked. They yeah. just shocked. He's been like, pretty good. Absolutely. Honestly, honestly, it might be the single most shocking thing that's happened this season. And I had like no doubt he was hitting a walk off in that moment. I was like, this is such a Cody Clemens kind of yeah. thing to do at this point, which is a weird statement to make that this is what <laughs> yeah. Cody Clemens does. But yes, he 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 plays really good um first base defense, hits some uh hits some balls hard. I mean his OPS I think is still above 800, which yeah, is insane. Yeah, like he's like well, he's still like top 5 on the team. And the thing that I'm most interested in is what happens when Derek Hall's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Because he's ready to go, like I don't really want to send down Cody Clemens and I would, I would rather play Cody Clemens like until he stops hitting, like I would play Cody Clemens over Derek Hall. I know, I know they need power and that gets a little, you know, that it makes it a little bit tougher to do that because Clemens will will hit a couple homers, but he's not going to, you know, hit that with, with Hall's power, but I trust Cody Clemens right now. Like until he, he stops making me trust him. Like he's a good baseball player. Now he can play third, Bowman's back, so that doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, look, we're already going to have Bowman at first with Sosa days and stuff. So, like, you know, like whoever it is, like Hall or Clemens, one of those two guys will get, get. I mean, maybe they try and see if Hall can play when he comes back and then make a decision after that. But, um, you know, one of those guys is not going to play. Like, Well, what they could do is, like, I mean, he's played second base in the past. If they wanted to move on from Josh Harrison... Which would be fine. I mean, Josh Harrison, I don't remember a guy who's, and it's funny because I'm 41, but uh, he's like 35, but I don't remember a player looking as old on the team as in recent memories. Josh Harrison like lumbers, or I feel like his like legs are going to snap when he's running. It's tough. Well, he did have the, listen, I will always have a soft spot in my heart for the home run against the White Sox. It's an important home run. Gave them a, some good insurance runs. Yes. Where would we be? He's earned his championship ring at the end of the season. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. More than Dylan Covey. 
I mean, uh, what a statement. No, no, yeah, we, I almost, I literally almost said no bleep. I literally came like this close to cursing. It was like, nope. Ah. Dylan Kobe. That's my response. But I mean, Andrew Ellis also earned his, his championship. Yeah, oh, Drew Ellis earned it without a doubt. We had the Drew Ellis game. You kidding me? Yeah. No doubt. Sent down. Sent down today. Thank you yeah. for your service. Yeah. Yeah. It got exposed the next game. But yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get to the take back. What do you got? All right. It's almost um, dinner time for me, Fritz. You know what I'm saying? What'd you just say? It's almost dinner time. I don't. I, I like. Let me and look into my. Time. I'm just messing. Look, in, I'm look here, into I'm my eyes right now. I'm here with you. No, I'm here. Look, is, look in is, the eyes. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Thank you. Um, it's good. I I feel like we should maybe have an extra Miller lighter two tonight for oh, not having yeah. to see. I mean, Freddie Freeman. We don't have to see him anymore. Oh, oh buddy. Oh, Mookie Betts. Like Freddie Freeman, especially, obviously over the years, but it's like, at what point will this guy stop just crushing us? Like that dude, like it's like nightmares about Freddie Freeman. Well, is he on the Mount Rushmore of our lifetime of guys just anecdotally forgetting what the numbers is in terms of like, is he on the Mount Rushmore of guys who I you just feel like have crushed us the most? Because I think he is. Well, it's him. It's Ryan Braun. Yeah. It's Braun. it's uh, Ozuna as a Marlin. It's uh, it's Brian McCann. It's Miguel Rojas. You know, I feel like those are the five that jump out very fast. Um, but I just. I I I'm I I love him and I, I just I, I hate love him. him. I hate him so much. I hate him. Like he ruined ha- having him in fantasy is is great. And as someone that you know invested early in the Freddie Freeman is the goat kind of oh, you know, yeah, share. It's just like chill, dude. You know what? He, dude, all right, here's what Freddie Freeman is. Freddie Freeman is a six five chase out leaf. He never got hurt. Like that's who he is. Like the bat is insanely fast. That's a great call. Like it's just insanely Even fast. That string is kind of similar in a way. I just it it's it's the worst. It is the worst. And then Mookie, how about how in the world he's only hitting two, everybody? He's dude, a, how he's only hitting two sixty four is beyond me. Like he is impossible to get out. And it's just like it feels. You know. You know what the ultimate respect is to a hitter is that I feel like when they get out, it's lucky. And when I feel like Mookie yeah, Betts great, gets out, yeah, great way to put it. Same with Ray Freeman. I feel the same way. They're both uh, just like, oh, we got lucky. Ron Acuna is the same way. Totally. You know, great point. Acuna is uh, such a good point. Real quick, you mentioned Miller Lite. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Shout out to the Miller Lite account of the week, Audubon Alehouse. Uh, today's Miller Lite bar of the week is the Audubon Alehouse and Audubon PA, where you can watch it. all Phillies games with $3 Miller Lite draft specials. Go to Appetites on Main. Dot com happily you will not have to watch freddie freeman again this season at least in the regular season uh while being there drinking some three dollar draft miller lights so that is a win all right uh what else you i look forward to seeing the dodgers in the nlcs that's yeah, yeah, yeah that's what sure. i mean about. assuming they don't lose before then you know which is their way unless it's the um here which is you know come on i just i don't again i don't have the stats in front of me I, it, every time they don't score with like they, they blow a scoring opportunity. There's no doubt in my mind, the team scoring in the next, the next inning. Like it, yeah. it's the most, it's the biggest lock of the century. And maybe that's like how every baseball fan feels, you know, like I watch every Phillies game. So like, I feel like I know exactly what's going to happen on, lo- on most nights, mm-hmm. but like to no team more, do I feel like it happens in the Phillies? It's just oh, yeah. every time it's like you, they blow a scoring opportunity. It's like, oh, well, there's no doubt in my mind. Like the fact that Nola got two quick outs yesterday after they didn't score, I was like, mm, this doesn't feel right. Nope. And then bang, it was like, here's, here's three runs. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I can't, it's, 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 it's the, it's part of the, things that i feel like when walker is getting older and he's starting to understand being a phillies fan like when he has his first moment of truly understanding how they never ever don't allow a run after not scoring and he says dad like why can't they do it i'm gonna be like listen welcome to the last like 34 years of my life son 
You know what I mean? Like that's the stuff that I look forward to as a parent, which I think is the right mindset to have. Yeah, that's that's pretty messed up, man. That was, that's it's <laughs> a dark path you're going down here. It's good. It's good. I like it. No one better. No, <laughs> no, better. no, absolutely not. No, no terrific. No one terrific. No one yes, but I uh, bullpen games of the devil, and they're yep. killing baseball. I so. hate him. I hate him. I don't like watching him. I don't like thinking about him. I don't like anything about it. And I just don't know how. I don't know how they change it. They like don't. it is what it is. They're it's the one of all the rule changes. Yeah. It's like you can't be like, all right, well, you start has to go starters sometimes. Like to, you know, some teams are showing up dudes that they can roll out there, and like that's why everyone always like like makes fun of the innings eaters line. It's like I don't want an innings eater. It's like guess what? The reason innings eaters is a freaking thing is because guys who can go out and freaking start games and give you like six innings and not you know, crap to bet every time are valuable. Like it is, it is, that's just where baseball's at. It's a shame, but you're right. Like it's not coming back. I got a little fired up there. I mean, like, I didn't know you get so passionate about Aaron Harang. I mean, well, I was more getting passionate about the, the hate on the term innings eaters. I don't like it. Don't mess with it. It's a great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great no, I, I, we'll cut that. We'll send it to Aaron Harang. And he'll be like, <laughs> yes. you know what? I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I think it will. I, think it will. I, 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 agree. Agree. I agree with you. I think, I think the 2014 right. Phillies were just built on innings eaters. I think yeah, that's I all they that's know. all they were. Yeah. Um, although Michael Marriott got claimed by the uh, Guardians yesterday, which I didn't oh, think. Oh, buddy, possible. look at that! Do you remember Michael Marriott? Very, very, very vaguely. He ah, rem- oh, dude. There's so many guys during that time where it's just like, how in the world did this guy? Like, dude, Michael Marriott. There's no way he's pitching the big since like at least 2016. It was like, like he was atrocious here. He reminds me. Do you remember? Um, yeah, he's a twenty. He's dude. He's a twenty sixteen Philly. Do you know how bad the twenty sixteen Phillies were? Horrendous. <laughs> yeah, they were sixty six wins. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's when they drafted Nick. Um, who was the? Uh, was it? It wasn't Shipley. It was something like that. Oh, Jeff Manship. Jeff. Remember Jeff Manship? Sure. <laughs> he, said, he was another one. Yeah, another buddy. one. I, I I love. Let me just tell you something. I we love know. the random Phillies. The no, we, nobody loves I, it more. No, I love looking in your eyes when I'm going off on something that you don't care about. Oh, yeah. Knowing that you're thinking about dinner right now, I and am. That you can't have. Well, it. so I just got the the. So I like I tried to guesstimate because Emily was placing the order for delivery, like how long it would take, and it's coming quicker than I expected. <laughs> so I'm like seeing the text on the phone. Your order, your order's out for delivery. And I'm like, bleep. And then I mentioned Jeff Manship and you're like, you know what? We might need another 20 minutes. Uh, I was fine with the stuff that's, you know, worthwhile. But once, you know, we get to Jeff Manship, I'm like, all right, man, I'm pretty hungry. Um, <laughs> either way, either way, cannot stand bullpen games. I and I would like, and there's no way to, to, to replace them. There's no way to like regulate them from happening. But it's just like, it's such part of what makes baseball great is like getting geeked up about a starter and like this whole oh my god like i wish dave roberts i wish like looking back on it now like i wish jorge posado throw him out because like he would not have a job today if that was the case like it's just it's just so insulting like just start the freaking starter man like he's a horrible manager he's a horrible manager just start the just start the freaking guy man preach i'm with you i just i just can we can we just stop ruining baseball every single day of the year the, the the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's why you never win a World Series is because I except agree. For one, it's karma. It's karma. One Mickey Mouse year. Um, either way, either way. Um, uh, but, but, but Trey Turner's very, 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 very back. Yeah, dude. They couldn't execute a normal safety squeeze, which was uh, just vintage. What's Brandon Marsh doing? Like it's like um. So I'll give him a little bit of like. I, I'll try. I, I I thought it was dumb, but I, he clearly fell for the the pump fake. Of course he did, but bro, like who, like wh- come on, man. He's Victorino. How many times yeah, have I tell you? Yeah, like he's he Victorino. You're right. Him and uh, uh, Harper is the the most likely to get caught in a dumb base running decision player on the team. Brand Brand Marsh is second. Well, and 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 I just want to give a, a special kudos to Bryce because when he had the ball off the wall. After the Cassiano's home run, I was like, oh, he's definitely getting thrown out at second base. Like, I'm not at the game, but it felt like he's going to get thrown out at second base on this play. And he didn't. So, so proud of him. I agree. I felt the exact same way about it. So, let me, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? 
I don't want to do this. And I don't want to do bring it. down. I'm surprised it took you this long. I'm waiting on pod. Like, bring it. Come on. Well, well first off, you have, you have zero idea what I'm about to say. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Look at this. I, I, I would put this at a 2% chance that you have no idea. Wow. That you have an idea. Okay, go ahead. I'm excited. So I don't want to bring down the podcast. Uh-oh. and Because I, I, I don't want to do that. Because I'm a positive guy. And the Phils are back. And I, the fact that they're back makes me more happy than than life itself. But... I can't stop watching Castellanos and thinking if you just did this last year, <laughs> like we not have what a, I was, not what I was acting. You're right. We would be world series champions. We do far and away without, without, a doubt, without a doubt. Like we wouldn't have even throw, be like a 95 win team with the world series title. Like, ah, man. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry for bringing down the pod. I felt like, like it look, had look like Trey figured it out in season Harper that first season figured it out in season. You need the whole freaking year, Nick. It's a great. Well, game. let me ask you something before I continue. Take- like he's like feeble. Like you look feeble. Anyway, go ahead. Before I finish up the take bag. I mean, what, yeah. what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to give me crap for saying the B word on the morning show on Friday, even though I didn't uh. say they were back now that we can say it. I said I said it for the purposes of the show topics. Obviously, I'm hosting the morning show. Our topics are the Phillies back. I'm not, you know, it is what it is. But it's still my bad, and I take any any whatever that I get. They still won two or three, so I didn't screw it up for them. But you know, just want to clarify things. That's what I thought you were gonna do. So, well, yeah. I just like that. I just like that you were ready for it. I was. You know, I was you clearly, you're like a second, lawyer. I was basically, yeah, I was honestly, I was more like someone who's like hanging on the edge of a cliff and I felt like any moment I could fall and during the box at any moment, you're just going to fire it off of me. To be honest, I forgot about it. So <laughs> I, I am proud that you brought it up. I'm proud that you held yourself accountable. I did. When I can't hold you accountable, I'm glad that you're there to do it for yourself. I got it, buddy. I'm all over so, it. Yes. It's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, <laughs> One thing I had written down on my take bag that we already brought up, but I feel like I have to mention it to you mm-hmm. because I don't really know how else to, to bring it up. Mm-hmm. I had written down in my take bag, so like Cody Clemens question mark. <laughs> like that's, that's all I that's had. That's what I said to you. I'm with you. Like I, that's like again, I I just if you had to say right now, you can only keep one and there's you know, they it's not the way this works right now. And we'll see what Derek Hall looks like when he comes back. But you're like, you have to choose right now. You can have Derek Hall or Cody Clemens. I would take Cody Clemens. Like, that's where I'm at with the dude, which is like, I certainly would have said that to start the season. That's for sure. No, I mean, frankly, it's a it's a shocking place to be at. But, you know, we take it every day of the week. Um, and a couple other things here. Griff McGarry. Last yeah, night, I double saw, A. Yeah, I saw. Five innings. Eight strikeouts. Um, he's never gonna be he's never gonna be perfect. He's never ever gonna be perfect, but there's still legitimate upside here. And uh, they keep wanting to ramp his innings up to make sure that he's like, you know, as has a starter's workload. At this point, I'm not making a trade for a starter. Like I just it's June eleventh. July thirty first is a month and a half ish away. Like you just gotta ride it out at this point and 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 if you're in it. Then go sell real assets and get a real stud in here rather than like, oh, let's go trade for like random fifth starter guy. Um, I will say good uh, starting by Shane Bieber today. Oh, he was awesome. Uh, Nine clearly, days, seven innings. He looked awesome. Against Houston, <laughs> who's, you know, lost Jordan right now, but still Houston. Well, he's clearly taking what I said on the podcast uh, personally. Yeah, that's what it was. Good point. But I have no interest. Um, my interest is back. Currently, uh, I am interested in acquiring Shane Bieber. Ah, Interested, interested in acquiring Shane Bieber. Either way, uh, I still maintain that Griff should be up here in like two weeks, but whatever. Well, I guess, I guess we'll never know, but whatever. (laughs) I think it's, I think it's dumb to keep him down there for a while, either way. And the final thing, I feel like I have to get this off my chest. And yes, I know that you are uh, frantically texting about dinner being yeah, on the food's way. here. Emily had to go to the door and get it. So yeah, we're, we're there. It's waiting for me. It seems like a perfect time to bring up my first draft. Oh, great. I'm so happy right now. This is terrific. So, go ahead. <laughs> my first big board for the fills at 27. Obviously, Kevin McGonigal, the, the Bonner kid who, uh, listen, Says fair players, Chase Hudley, and has a you know great bat to ball skills. 
Oh he man, tries, he got he's me. probably a second baseman, long time, but but or, or long term. So uh, McGonagall, Yohani Morales, who's his third baseman from Miami, that it's tanks. Some swing and miss concerns. Braden Taylor is a third baseman, third baseman from TCU who uh, controls uh, controls the strike zone at a very high rate, which is all I care about now. Like when it comes to what I care about most in baseball and evaluating people is can you command your fastball and can you command the strike zone as a hitter? Um, because I can't take the chase stuff anymore. It drives me insane. And that's strictly Trey Turner's fault. Um, and Nick Cassianos. And Nick Cassianos, but he's back. So I don't really feel the need to do that. Uh, Walker Martin, a shortstop from Colorado, who I think has a beautiful swing, and his name's Walker. Mm. <laughs> Chase Davis, who's the next uh, Carlos Gonzalez. Uh, would uh, The next cargo is, is someone that I'm very, very interested in. Hurston Waldrop, who I'm going to call Hurston Waldrop the third because he sounds like a... He does. A, I agree. He yeah. won't be there because there's a zero percent chance that a Rays pass on him because he's a Rays guy. Like he is right. such a Ray, and he's gonna be. He's gonna be. I'm happy. I'm happy you wasted our time bringing him up. Then thank you. I know, but I need it. It's really because I when he eventually turns into you, a stud. I get it. You need the credit. I get it. Yes, yes. I, I need it. someone to be like, you know what, Jack? Could call on Hurston Waldrop the third. Um, <laughs> and and then the final guy is Charlie Soto, who I like, but it's like it's definitely more in the Andrew Painter. Like we'll talk myself into. I just don't want a pitcher. That's more my thing. Like I just, I, I need, a, I need another dope bat in the first I, round. I, I 100% agree with that. Like, 100%. and there's so many, there's so many bats. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Can't wait. Drats less than a month away. Might have some special guests on to talk about it. I don't think, I don't think it'll be Keith Law. Um, oh no, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Either way, um, listen to to much of James Seltzer's chagrin. There will be much draft talk then nah, draft talk it'll ahead. be it'll be fine i don't mind oh by the way i said i would do this really quickly uh if you like rom-coms like jack i said i would wait to recommend it till i was on the pod with him last night i watched one of the best rom-coms i've seen in forever like in the last few years for sure it's awesome it's a new rom-com it's british it's called rye lane rye lane it's on hulu it's it's freaking delightful and it's 82 minutes long which is like oh heaven like thank Perfect. you, you're amazing. So Rye Lane, R Y E Lane. It it just it is. It was. I wish I could forget it, rewatch it again immediately, and enjoy it again because it was so delightful. So that's my, my only problem. With, my only problem with British movies, I just can't understand what they're saying. I so. knew you were gonna say. I, you'll figure it out. I believe in you, buddy. You, I really do. All right, uh, I'm out of here. I'm gonna go eat. We're we'll back later in the week. Until then, Phil's are back. He's Fritz himself there.